This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to The City Vent. Proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company. Supplying your new and used cars, find us at westviewmotorcompany.co.uk. So hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the City Event. Uh, my name's Adam and today I'm joined by Deck. Hello. And also a very special guest, as you can see, uh, Gunnar Hall. Um, Ex-Bradford City, Oldham, Leeds United and Norway International. As you can tell, I put Bradford City first because that's obviously the most important to us. Maybe not gonna, but we'll find out in the next sort of forty minutes or so. So, thank you uh, for joining us, first of all, and welcome. Yes, no problem. Thank you very much. So, I think first of all, uh, we'd just like to find out where it all began for you in football uh, when you realised you were good enough to play at a decent level, and you know, just your story first. Yeah, I, I think uh, I started when I was young, uh, probably from seven, eight years old, and. Uh, then uh, I did also athletic, uh, I did handball, um, but I think when I was more or less 15, 14, 15, uh, then I started to do more football and, and uh, left athletic and handball. So um, and then I de- decided to go to another club in, in where I live, uh, in Leidevik, uh, and I joined them like a senior team uh, when I was 15. <clears throat> and then. Then it really uh, went on from then, and then <clears throat> then I um, played uh, played uh, every year, uh, and uh, I also went to after three years in in my hometown. I went to Lillestrøm. Uh, I was there for nearly six years. Uh, then obviously I went to to Oldham and uh, stayed nearly twelve years in in England. And then I went back and played a couple of years in, in Norway after that. And uh, since uh, when I finished in yeah, summer 2002, no, 2004 it was. Um, I, um, yeah, I started in 2005 and also was um, coaching uh, different clubs. Uh, last eight years I've been working with the Norwegian Football Federation, uh, working with the uh, youth national teams uh, from the, the 15 to the, the 19. Uh, also, I was involved a little bit with the the, the women in the 23s um yeah and uh, now i just started uh, i finished there in in first uh, of january so I, I started in a new club in herdefoss uh, a team that is a little bit lower down in the league but we're trying to or oh, 
we will aim for promotion and uh, get higher up. So that's the uh, what we want, really. Are you um, are you in a player coach capacity, or are you uh, have you hung up your boots completely now? Mm, yeah, not at the moment. I uh, <laughs> I think uh, I had two operations, one in April and uh, on my knee, so that was not so good. And then uh, it didn't work out, so I had one in five six weeks ago. So, but uh, it's a little bit better now. So. Hopefully in a couple of weeks I can, or maybe four weeks, I can join in the training a little bit, maybe. Interesting. I mean, championship manager is wrong, by the way, because it had you retiring. I've just recently started to save on a, on a game from 2003, and you're not on the game. I really wanted to sign you ahead of today's interview, but you, it says you're retired on there. So <laughs> Wikipedia's just, a Wikipedia and football manager will clearly uh, need to do a little bit more work on the scouting. Um so I think Oldham's a good place to start. You spent a lot of time there. Um, I think you've made over 200 appearances for them and had quite a good time at Oldham. Yeah, obviously, when I, when I came over, uh, I think that was a good start for me. And uh, it was a small club, really, uh, but it was a family club. And uh, Joe Roll was the manager and um, I was brought into the team straight away. Uh, after I got my work permit, that was a problem in the beginning, but uh, I got my work permit and then, um, yeah, we, we got promoted uh, to the Premier. Uh, we won the, uh, oh, we, yeah, we won the, the first division or the old first, uh, or the new first division championship. Yes. So uh, then we got promoted and, <clears throat> and uh, obviously I was there for nearly six years. Um, so I had a really good time and I uh, really enjoyed it. and. Uh, and I think the town and the, the city was, uh, yeah, it was, it was really good to me as well and the supporters. Uh, and I, um, I really liked it there. And, um, but for me, it was, uh, I wanted to take the next step and uh, maybe a new challenge. So, um, so when Leeds came in for me, I think that was a good time. Uh, obviously, it didn't happen straight away because uh, when I came, uh, and more or less, uh, I went up for, on the uh, on a Sunday uh, for a, for a medical, and um, Leeds played on on Saturday against Man United, and they lost. I think it was four 0 So uh, I went up on the medical on on a Sunday, and uh, everything was fine. And then uh, I was coming back uh, on Monday, and I got a phone call because I went into Oldham, I got my boots, and then uh, said goodbye, and then. Uh, then I came home and then uh, the phone rang and said uh, Wilkinson had uh, been sacked, so uh, the deal is off. So the next wow. morning I, I took my boots with me and got back to Oldham. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. No, and then uh, a few weeks later then, then the, the deal uh, went through, so, so that was good. Yeah, that's quite an interesting one. Cause that, was that around 500000 that transfer fee? That was yeah, something like that, yeah. So it's quite a hefty fee. Back, back yeah, then. I mean, maybe on uh, at that stage it was a yeah, it was a bit of money, but but I think uh, when you compare to the today's uh, transfer fees, it's, it was nothing. But uh, that's, that's a yeah. weekly wage now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's literally is a weekly wage. It's, it's yeah. crazy that when you yeah. think about it. I wonder yeah. what that would compare to in today's money. Five hundred thousand. It's probably I don't know, maybe twenty million. Maybe you're a twenty million. 20 million yeah, I think so. Right maybe the, maybe 25, I think. You can say Yeah, that. 25, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, obviously, at Leeds, um, 
things happened. You, you, you played in the team, loved it, loved at Leeds as you are at Bradford, as you are at Oldham. Um, you, you rarely get players that are loved at, at Leeds and Bradford. It's it's a strange one. Um, but at Leeds, obviously, there was a bit of an incident you were involved with on on an aircraft. Can you tell us a bit about that, if you, if you don't mind? Yeah, I think we, we played uh, West Ham away on the, on the Tuesday, and um, obviously we, we travelled down uh, in the plane, and then uh, we played uh, in the evening, and then we got uh, um, was getting back to the airport, and then we obviously got on the plane, and then uh, I think we we said maybe after when when all this happened that uh, we, we smelled something, but we didn't obviously didn't take notice then, but. Uh, Obviously, when the plane was taking off, then we had heard a big bang in the in the motor uh, motor, and then um, the engines engine was uh, on fire. So, uh, so that was quite dramatic. And uh, but obviously, the captain got us down. Uh, I think we were up in the air about I don't know 150 feet or something like that. And uh, but he got us down straight away. So, uh, so it was like a, when you yeah uh, remember back on I think back on it uh, you you. Felt it was like a film you were in <laughs> when yeah. you see you you're jumping out of the plane and uh, the, the plane is on fire in the engine there and uh, uh, yeah all all the fire uh, cars coming and um, yeah so it's but uh, I mean people were screaming and running and uh, I think also the 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 people who was working. Um, on the plane was was screaming so uh, it was quite hectic and um but obviously everything went fine but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah it was quite dramatic yes luckily nobody was injured as well and i think that's obviously massive and yeah i think it was only to... david o'leary was injured because when when we when he wanted he was taking the, the emergency exit the door trying to get it open we couldn't get it up open and uh, i think he did his shoulder so uh, he was injured, but uh, wow. no. So but everybody got out. So um, so in the end, everything was fine. But uh, yeah, obviously it could have if we had to stay up in the air and uh, and land a little bit later. Then then it could have maybe been different. You seem very laid back about it, and very calm. You know, to say that it's quite a, a, a dramatic experience, and I guess that maybe. You see that in your footballing ability as well. You seem like a very calm and you know composed footballer, and maybe you are in, in general life. Yeah, but I don't think I was that calm when it happened uh, because, <laughs> I, because I think everybody was. Uh, yeah, uh, when we when we heard uh, or oh, when we saw the engine was on fire, then obviously and we heard a bang, and then uh, yeah, then then uh, we didn't know what to expect and what was going to happen, and. Uh, uh, but of course, uh, I, I think after this happened, uh, when you got on a plane again, obviously you, every time you went on a plane, you you was sitting and listening, or if it's something wrong, <laughs> or you can hear a bang. But uh, at the moment, oh, it took me a few years, but uh, but I'm fine, fine going on a plane now. So that's um, yeah. Yes, that was going to be my next question, really. Just. If, if it's affected you not moving forward with no i mean it did now, in, in, but... it did in the beginning but uh because uh yeah it, obviously every time i went on a plane yeah. I, I was uh, thinking about it but uh in the end i think uh now it is i don't think that's fine yeah so picking up on adam's point about you being very sort of laid back in a sense what's that how's that transfer to sort of your managerial career now 
Is that are they still the same? Mm. Or the players not get nervous <laughs> so much? No, I, I'm not so laid back then. I think uh, I think I'm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm probably calm as a person, but but uh, I think when you got on the sideline and you want to coach people, and uh, then you're obviously into the game and into the trainings, and uh, you you want to to win and you want to do well, and then you. Uh, then you get involved, and uh, so I'm I'm probably not as calm then. I'm probably, probably calmer when I was a player. But a leader in the dressing room as well. I think I read a lot of articles about this, and you know, at Bradford, um, they called us the the nursing home or something at one point because we had quite a lot of older players. <laughs> older players, um, but you were, you were a leader in that dressing room, I believe. And and we will get on to Bradford and speak about that. Um, and just sort of how that came about because Jeffrey Richmond, I believe. Um, was who signed you, or can you tell us a bit about when you did sign for Bradford? Yeah, obviously, uh, I was uh, um, my contract was up at least, and then then uh, no, I had one more year, but uh, but then then uh, Bradford came in for me, and, and they wanted me, so obviously they got promoted. So I thought that was a good step uh, as well uh, because. Uh, yeah, the last part of the season, at least, I, I didn't play all the games. Uh, so uh, I thought maybe when Bradford came in for me, they got promoted. And uh, it, it was a big club and a good support. So I thought, uh, yeah, why not? So um, I spoke to Paul Jewell and and, uh, and uh, the staff there, and they, they really wanted me. So, um, so obviously, we agreed the terms and everything. So... Uh, so that's yeah. Then then I went to to Bradford. So um, and I think if that also was a good step for me. Uh, it was a club that uh, yeah got to the Premier League and and uh, was exciting for the fans and everything. So uh, so I think that was a good start for us. And obviously, you don't have to answer this question, uh, but there was talks at the time of contracts being offered out where houses were, were bought for players and all sorts of different weird and wonderful bonuses. Did anything like that happen with you? And I didn't did get you a house. I didn't get a house. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a house. No, I, I wish. <laughs> Speedboat? Anything like that? No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. So uh, I, I think that probably was, uh, I don't know if, if that happened, but uh, obviously uh, they're trying to or the sign players uh, for bigger money of course than, than, than they had done before so uh, but i think also the second season that uh, we got plays in on, on good money and uh, but i i don't know if they got a house or whatever I, i'm not sure about that there's been all sorts of tales on the deck about players <laughs> i think carbone is probably yeah. the name that i'm thinking of that yeah he probably got a probably got a car i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah Deck. Yeah, so just um, the question I had really was the fans for both Leeds and Bradford, they're obviously very divided on a normal day to day. But you were sort of one of them players that everyone just loved. And there was no sort of bad blood when you joined Bradford from Leeds. Um, what, what, what's that sort of feeling for you when you've obviously been a, a, a big rival and then joined Bradford and then mm. to be loved by all the fans? How's, how's that sort of? No, that, to you. That, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I, I think uh, my style of play was that I was giving more or less everything in every game and every. So I think that they saw that, and um, so uh, so I always had good 
good uh, connection with the supporters and uh, so for me that was uh, obviously it's nice when when you go to another club and you come back to to, uh, to the club you've been before and uh, give you a round of applause i think that's uh, that's really nice so um, not every place you you and you go to you do that but uh, so i think that's uh, yeah i don't know uh, uh, I think that was maybe be the case that they uh, I done a good job and uh, they respected that and um, uh, yeah. yeah. I guess you did leave in bad terms in Leeds at Leeds, and I think that's probably one of the things. You know, it wasn't a fallout. You know, it was no, one no. of those things no. like your contract no. was coming to an end, and obviously mm. we saw an opportunity and bought you, and it, it wasn't like one of these other signings. Like I guess the Rio Ferdinand signing around the similar time when he went from Leeds mm. to. To Man United, that were wasn't met um, with great applause by Leeds fans. I don't think, but it was a little bit different with you. And I guess is that is that because of you as a person, or I don't know. No, but I think it's uh, yeah, yeah, maybe it is as well. But but I think in in uh, yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. I think at Leeds, and um, so I, I think that's uh, they respected me there. And then uh, when obviously I went to. To the neighbours, and uh, I think they also see that uh, I can do well there, and they, um, yeah, they, uh, they thought that maybe it was a good move for me as well, and uh, so yeah, in that respect, I, I think uh, I'm obviously pleased that they they uh, felt that way for me, uh, and it's always good to come back to both to both all the clubs I've been to, really. And so we're at Bradford now. Um, I think this you can quote me on this one, but it says on Wikipedia that you had 88 appearances, I think, uh, and one goal at Bradford. Is, is that about right? Probably like that. I'm not that good in, <laughs> in how many games I played, but uh, yeah, I should have probably scored more goals. Yeah, maybe. But 88 games is probably about right over two seasons. Yeah, possibly. Probably. So yeah, yeah. We'll give them that one. Uh, the facts haven't been great so far, but we'll we'll take that one. <laughs> Um, so the one goal that you scored, can you can you remember it? Can you remember the moment and what game it was in? And I'm going to challenge you on it now. Mm, not really. No. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, but I no. just wondered, wondered if you could remember it um, because obviously it's such a long time ago. It's over 20 years ago now. But yeah, I think sometimes you remember. But hopefully you remember this particular moment because you did get an assist for a very important goal uh, for Bradford. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it must be the Liverpool. Absolutely, game. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it swung a free kick in, and, and David Weatherall yep. yep. got the header. How did it feel going into that game, knowing there was so much on the line? No, I, I think we had a, we had a, what do I say? Um, we were in trouble for the last few games, and uh, obviously we had. A, I think it was Wimbledon. We played. A, in the, we had a Leicester game before, I think, and then we played Wimbledon. We really, really needed to win that as well, uh, and Wimbledon needed to win, so that was a tough game as well. And uh, we also played against. Uh, we had uh, this uh, Drillo, who was the coach, who was also my coach in the national team later. So, so um, that was always nice to to beat him and and the team, and uh, and I think that was uh, a tough game against Wimbledon. Um, and we and we beat them and obviously when we lost again i think it was leicester um uh, and then obviously we went into the last game against uh, against liverpool so we we really yeah, we knew that we had to get a result so uh 
And I think that's maybe sometimes better that you, you, you know that you need to have a result instead of maybe you need a, a draw, then you maybe uh, sit back a little bit, but we, we needed a, a good result. So uh, we knew that. And of course, against Liverpool, <laughs> that's not easy. So, uh, no, I think that that was fantastic. And uh, the atmosphere uh, before the game and during the game and after the game was obviously fantastic. So, um, and I also remember that... Uh, yeah, I had a free kick, but also uh, I cleared one from the line, I think. And you did? That, that yeah. was as important. That's a goal in itself. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I think the, the thing about that game as well is Liverpool actually really needed to win it as well. It wasn't like a, a damn no. squib for them. They needed to win to get into mm. Europe, I think. So mm. yeah, there was so right. much on the line and there was so much tension. But luckily we came out of it with the win. Do you remember the celebrations after? I can't remember exactly what happened in the, in the dressing room or out on the pitch, but I, I know it was a lot of people around, and uh, yeah, so so I mean that was fantastic. So uh, um, so uh, no, I, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> it was so everything was wild. I think. <laughs> yeah, rightly so as well. A lot of alcohol consumed, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, on to sort of one of the players that you played with then um, at Bradford, so Stuart McCall. Yeah. So there was a famous fight between him and Andy Myers, we believe. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? I see you smiling. Yeah, obviously well. we played <laughs> up in the road then. So, uh, I mean, it was, a, I think we were 2 nil down or something like that, or 3 nil down. Uh, yeah, in, in the first half. Oh, and obviously... Stuart and Andy was not happy with each other, or I think Stuart was not happy with Andy that he, I don't know if he followed his man or something like that, uh, and then they were screaming to each other, and then that, uh, then they got up in his face, uh, or Andy got up in Stuart's face, and then they more or less <laughs> headbutted each other. So uh, then obviously we have to <laughs> get him apart. So I mean that was. Uh, yeah, probably not the right way to do it, but uh, I think it was tension and everything, and they were, yeah, uh, we were losing, and uh, obviously the tension was there. And uh, but I remember also in the dressing room, then then there was a, a yeah, a few words said in, in the dressing room, so uh, it was not mm. quiet in that at that <laughs> halftime. So, was the uh, bottles thrown everywhere and boots all over the place, or was it modest verbals? Yeah, but I think obviously it's difficult for the manager when things like that happen. And uh, obviously we, we should be a team that uh, work for each other, not uh, going at each other. So, um, but obviously that happens sometimes. And uh, but that, that shows that uh, we want to win and uh, and we want the results. So, uh, but maybe it was uh, not the right way to do it. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I'm glad that you avoided speaking about the uh, opponent. No, it's fine. I'm just saying I'm glad you avoided speaking about the opponent in that particular match. We don't want to talk about the result and how that ended up. I'm sure you know who it is. Um, But yes, Tech, sorry to put in there. Yeah, so I was just going to say it shows the passion that obviously the whole team had. 
like you say, it's not probably the right way to go about it, but it shows that they were all there for a fight and always up for it, which is always yeah. But I think also, I mean, we played against Leeds, obviously the neighbors and everything. So, so I mean, that was maybe something as well that, yeah, the yeah. I made it the happen. I think, uh, and and obviously when you're losing, then uh, things is always uh, easier to do things. Yeah, and did it carry on? After so obviously the fallout on the pitch between Myers and Stuart McCall or did the kiss and make up quite? No, I can't remember. I I think, I, but I think more or less in every club I've been to, it's uh, when things like that happen. You things can happen in training. You you fighting and uh, screaming at each other. But I think uh, the the good thing in especially now, I think in English football, you, they they square up when the game is finished or the the training is finished and. Yeah, we go from there, and then the next time it's fine. So, uh, so I don't think that, as I remember, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but but I, I don't think that affected us uh, after that. No, maybe it's only Roy Keane that, that uh, takes <laughs> things on and carries yeah. on with it and doesn't forget. <laughs> he still <laughs> takes it on. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Did, did you play again? You played against Roy Keane, of course. Yeah, yeah, I played against him. Yes. Is that internationally as well? Because I know we're gonna. I want to speak about your international career. Yeah, I mean, we played it. Yeah, I think we played it in one of the international. I played. Yeah, I think so. So, but obviously, I played against him a few times. So, I mean, he was a. He's a tough one, and uh, I know Alfie knows he's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of why I was asking you. And obviously, Haaland's what a talent at Man City. And and do, do you know um, him personally as well, Haaland? Is it is he like a family friend through Alfie? Or... Yeah, obviously I played with Alfie, and obviously uh, his son was so uh, I knew Arling. So uh, and obviously I've been following here in Norway, and also with the, with the national teams. Um, so uh, we knew he was a good uh, good player, but not as good as he is now. Nobody uh, thought that, I think. So uh, so that's something special, and uh, nobody expected that he should be scoring goals for fun, more or less. So, um, but he did, did. He's been doing fantastic, and uh, yeah, really good. It's an exciting time for the national team because you've got a lot of talent in there. So obviously Odegaard's probably one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Unbelievable. So, you know, you guys uh, in 94 were the first, I think it was since 1936 or something, to get to the World Cup. Mm -hmm. And yeah. obviously you played in the two World Cups. What is it like to play in a World Cup? No, I think especially in the, in the, in '94 that when we qualified, I, I think that's uh, a long time since... Uh, no, I've been there, so I think that was something special. And um, yeah, so so for to play in there, I mean everything is uh, well organized, and you play against the top teams, uh, so that's something special. And uh, also in in '98, so that's uh, obviously nice to be a part of a team that uh, qualified. And um, so at the moment, I think we need to qualify against you. Fingers crossed. I think maybe, maybe not. Maybe not England's expense like he did in '94, though, because that that did happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I think that they did when we had England in in the qualifying group, and I think that was uh, probably two of the most. How should I say? Uh, two of the games I remember really from from my career. That uh, especially the one in Oslo when we beat them, and uh, also uh, at Wembley, but. Um, 
it was always nice to come back to England then uh, after after the win. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Um, so then we mentioned goals earlier. Um, so there was a particular fixture um, internationally where you, yep. uh, I believe, scored a hat trick. Yeah, I mean it was a strong oppo strong opponent, San Marino. <laughs> so, it's, uh, but anyway, we have scored three goals. So, so that's uh, yeah, that will stand in the books. So um, no, I mean uh, we won ten nil, and uh, that's uh, not often that you win that many with that many goals. And uh, so it's always nice to score goals. And um, yeah, I will still remember that one. And who's the best footballer you'd say that you've played against in your career? Because obviously you've played against the top pros. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's many players. Uh, I mean, you played against... Uh... Is anybody that give you an absolute nightmare on that left-hand left, left -hand side, maybe in the Premier League days? or? Yeah, I, I think it obviously was difficult to play against Giggs because he went uh, left and right. and uh, But I also thought against uh, Ginola, he was good. Um, yes. So, but uh, yeah, and uh, Di Canio, I had a, a, a bad half against him. So, <laughs> so <laughs> is that so, the interesting uh, game that, that ended yeah. up five so, four? I mean, yeah, it's been a lot of good plays. I mean, you can you can have wingers, you can have strikers uh, you played against, but um, but uh, yeah, I think there's so many you can name. Interesting. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so then from, from your career, though, I suppose that leads on. So, have you got any funny stories that you can share with us? Uh, funny stories, yeah. I, I mean, I, I when I came to England, obviously, I uh, when I came to Oldham, uh, I think my first uh, because I got before I got my work permit, I um, played for the second team. Uh, in the reserves, and I think we played at Preston, and that was in in December or January. January it was, I think. And then uh, it was probably minus two or something, snowing, and uh, I put I brought my uh, my shirt from Norway to put underneath my uh, playing shirt, and uh, <laughs> and I, I, I don't think uh, I I didn't do it the next time because the players said uh, they thought uh, I was from Norway, so I should be. Tougher than that, so uh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. put it on next time. So uh, <laughs> I thought it was cold there, but uh, I didn't put it on after that. Well, I mean, talking about Norway, what, what are the temperatures you were mentioning this before I came on? But you, you, minus 15, I think you said, of late. Yeah, I mean, at the moment it's not so cold, but uh, I mean, it's still snow outside, and uh, it's been, yeah, last week it was minus 15. So, um, and up in the mountains, it's, uh, it's a lot of snow at the moment, but. Um, down here in Oslo, it's not so much. Because we complain in England about the cold and we don't know how, how lucky we are. It's, it's warm, really, here. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really warm. Head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shouldn't complain. <laughs> Is there any sort yeah. of memories that stand out at Bradford City? Anything that you can remember that sort of stood out to you as a, a pivotal moment in your in your career when you played at Bradford or anywhere yeah, in general? I, I think obviously the first season when you stayed up and the Liverpool game and also when we went uh, on the bus... Uh, in the city after, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it was uh, unbelievable that many people was out in the, in the in the streets. I don't know how many were who was there, but uh, it was a lot, and um, that I was always remember that. And 
And I think it's uh, that was a new challenge for me, a new club, and uh, you met and played with new players and different type of players. And uh, and I think I one thing I remember was uh, with Peter Bigri. Uh when he played. He obviously he when we gave him the ball, he wanted to. Uh, Dribble. He didn't want to give the ball away or to somebody else. <laughs> didn't want to give so, it back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, yeah, he thought he was. Uh, or when he was uh, trying to get across in, uh, he he just went back on his other foot and he went back again. And uh, so I think, it, I think it was after a few games I, I said to him that uh, in, at half time that. Uh, you need to put the cross in. You can't go back and forwards all the time. And then he was not really happy with me. And um, so we had an argument there. But uh, <laughs> after that, I think we were really good friends. So um, so that was... Uh, I remember that one still. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like a normal football fan because that's what we do week in, week out. We're just mm. screaming, cross the ball, just get it in the box. That's all we want. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're with you on that one, Gunnar, for sure. Yeah, but he, he did well as well. So he was good. I was a great player. And the backflips and the, the acrobatics, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. So was that in training then when you said that to him? Or was that sort of in the game? Mm. No, that was uh, half-time uh, at the game. Yes. Half-time. So, yeah. So, um, but I think, oh, I mean, we had other good players and also Benito Carbona. I think when he came, we... In the summer, uh, he signed, and uh, obviously he came with his uh, Italian suit, and uh, we went up in the military uh, for a, like a team building, and we were putting the military clothes on and uh, running in the in the uh, yeah, you, what should I say, in the moods. And uh, he didn't want to do that. He was uh, he said, uh, "Why should I be here and uh, sleep in a?" bad bed and uh, eating uh, shit food so he said he didn't want to go out so uh, he was supposed to train football not doing this so uh, so i think he yeah he didn't come out with us every uh, time but he, in the end he came out and then um, he did it so uh, but he was a good player so i really enjoyed playing with him and he, he had a good understanding and a fantastic player no, that's brilliant. So then, leading on to the sort of the training ground. So obviously, Benito Carbone, as you said, turns up in his his, his suit. What was it? What was Apple Bridge like as a training ground? Because there's mixed reviews now with it, obviously. Yeah, I must school. say that uh, it was not the best uh, training ground. Uh, I think the pitches was not as good as they should be. Uh, but obviously, we trained there and. Uh, uh, I mean, we didn't complain too much, but I, I think uh, at that stage, uh, I think that they they should have done better uh, with the pitches, and the quality was not good enough. So, um, and I think they knew that, but uh, and they were also looking at that time to get some something else, uh, somewhere else to train. But um, yeah, so it, it was not the best training facilities, I must say. <laughs> I think they're I've a little bit better at uh, this uh, at the moment now. Yeah, I mean, it looks better when when they take the videos at the training ground and, and the pictures and stuff. It looks much better than it than it used to be because I think um, it was a bit like a potato field when when you were playing. Mm. Um, 
I mean, in talking about Bradford, when when you played for Bradford, did you live here or, or did you live in Leeds or where were you based? No, I lived uh, between Oldham and, and um, yeah, Rochdale, really. So, um, yeah, so I didn't move up, no. I always find that an interesting question to see if people live here or not because it's not the most appealing of areas. And we live here, so we're allowed to say that about, about where we live. So I always like to, to see footballers, you know, that did move here or not. But um, mm. no, that's that's totally No, fine. but I think it was it was not too, so far away to travel anyway. So uh, it actually was further to obviously to Leeds. So uh, when I joined uh, Bradford, then it was not as far, far away. So it was not, it took me 35 minutes. So it was not too bad. It's not a bad commute at all. And sometimes the... Sometimes the motorway was uh, not as good, a lot of traffic, so then it took a little bit longer. <laughs> That's it. And, and talking about your, your time at City again and player-wise, who did you sort of buddy up with in the squad? Was it Klaus mainly that you were sort of friends with or was there anybody else? Uh, no, but I think it's uh, obviously uh, when uh, Wedders, when Wedro, he when he came from Leeds as well, uh, Robert Molina was there. Uh, yeah, and I also I think uh, we had a good, good uh, bunch of players, and, and I think we, we we joined in good together. Um, and um, yeah, you had uh, Jamie, who was maybe a little bit a character in there. So uh... <laughs> yeah, we've had him on, so we've heard some stories oh, yeah. from Jamie. Yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely not not afraid of sharing what what, what went on in those <laughs> days. No, no, good. Yeah, it was, it was really good, really good to have on. To be fair, wasn't it, Dex? So, yeah, yeah. Good character. Yeah, yeah, it was a great one. That. Um, so then, that sort of sort of rounded up your time at Bradford. Obviously, there was a certain Jeffrey Richmond who was in charge of the club at the time. I'm just wondering if you'd be open to sharing your opinion on sort of what went on and how everything and sort of as him as a whole. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, obviously when I came, uh, I met him and. Uh, Obviously, he. Uh, I heard he was the big boss with with the money. Uh, so and he put some money in. And uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, before I left, obviously, it was big trouble in the club with uh, financial wise. So uh, that was one part that I went on loan to to Wolverhampton in the end as well because they had uh, they were struggling and uh, yeah. So. Uh, but hopefully now they can go forward, and uh, it's been a few years that it's been a little bit difficult, I think. And uh, but at the moment, I think they are doing quite good. So uh, maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's the Bradford. It's the yeah. Bradford where we've struggled for for years. Obviously, we've got Mark Hughes as a manager. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. did you play against Mark Hughes? Yeah, I played against him. Uh, I think uh, one thing I remember that we played in the semi-final at Wembley with all them, uh, and uh, we were leading one nil, and then he scored. I think it was three minutes before the end on a half volley from eighteen yards. So then there was a replay, and then obviously we lost. So then uh, we didn't get to the final. <laughs> so I remember Marcus. Yes, <laughs> good player. Good player to good play player. against. Yeah, yeah, very good player. So um, yeah. No, so no, so hopefully he can, he can have success with with the club now. So uh, I mean, he's been man managing a lot of clubs. So hopefully he can get him up again. Fingers crossed. Have you ever sent a cheeky CV across to Bradford for the manager job or anything like that? Would you ever fancy no, it? No, I haven't done that, but maybe I should do. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, they have changed a lot of managers, so uh, maybe I should do that. 
<laughs> would you would you be up for managing in England in general? Or are you quite happy in, in Norway? Because I'm sure you've got family and you may be quite settled as to where you are. But would you ever fancy it? Yeah, I think uh, of course you, you always can uh, look to to, to go uh, to a good club and and uh, and I was nearly going to with Uwe Rösler to to Leeds United when he was there. Um, obviously, he didn't stay that that long, but um, yeah, at the moment I'm enjoying uh, my time in Norway now with with the clubs and what I've been doing here. So so I have to stay with my girlfriend here now. <laughs> Don't let you go far, eh? Don't <laughs> be disappearing. And um, so, are you are you the manager then? So we didn't really ask you too much about where you are now. Are you the the manager or assistant or what? What's what's no, the no, I'm the, the manager. So uh, yeah, it's it's not a big club, but they were obviously in in the in the top league a few years ago. So they they know they're aiming to to get up again. So um, and get promoted. So uh, hopefully in uh, two or three years we can climb up and. Uh, be in the in maybe in the championship or something like that. So hopefully, so we try to build a team and get some new players in, and uh, so that's that's a little bit different from what I've been doing the last eight years because uh, it's different when you work with uh, with the national teams. Is uh, obviously you have, you have tournaments go abroad for a week or ten days, and then you play three or four games, and then you have a a few weeks that you didn't do anything, or you go and watch players, and uh, but um, no, obviously it's a it's a normal day, and you, you, you train every day, more or less, and uh, then it's more non normal for what you are used to before. Yeah, so you mentioned there you're on on sort of the looking at promotion as well, which is good. Sorry, you mentioned earlier that you're sort of looking at promotion this year. Yeah, well. I mean, I mean that that's our aim. Uh, the club they want to win, and uh, they want to get promoted they want to get up again so uh, so hopefully we can uh, we can do that uh, it will be difficult i know but but uh, if we get the right players in now and we start in uh, in april so uh, hopefully we can uh, we can uh, make that happen they'll be in the champions league before we know it deck yeah they'll be in the champions I think so. league playing against leeds or <laughs> man united or something um i just guess the last question from me is What's the highlight of your career as a as a player? I think is the is the question I'd like to ask. What's the the key moment? Uh, I, I think it's uh, obviously when when uh, with the national teams is always. Uh, I I, th- I always remember the the England games uh, because I also I played quite well in these two games, so uh, I remember that. So. Uh, but of course, when when I, when I came to to England as well, and um, I think also with Oldham uh, and also Leeds and Bradford, so I, I think you you have a, a lot of good memories, and uh, I enjoyed my stay in all the clubs I've been to, and um, I mean they've been looking good after me as well, and I had a good re- relationship to the to the supporters and uh, and also the the staff and the, the people who works in in the club, so. Um, it's always nice to come back, but of, of course, it's when you come back now, it's, uh, it's not as many people left <laughs> in the club. Yeah, it's, it's a long time ago, isn't it now? Like 20 yeah. years have gone by and, and things yeah. have changed. But I mean, yeah. maybe we'll see you as a guest again. I think you did come back a couple of years ago as a, as a dinner yeah. guest at Bradford. So Yeah, we did. We'll so, uh, so, no, we will try and get back and um, then I will come and watch a game again. Definitely. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to see you. But I'd just like to thank you very, very much for agreeing to come on and speaking to us. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're an absolute gentleman, so thank you for coming on. And, yeah, no uh, problem. 
wish you all the best and hopefully you get promoted. Just Can you just say the name of your teams? Because I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that want to follow what happens. It's uh, Hörnefoss. It's uh, difficult to pronounce, but uh, yeah. Right, so, we'll have a look uh, afterwards. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you can message us, I'll I'll put it out on Twitter so people can have a look at it and follow it because yeah. I'm sure people will definitely be interested for yeah. sure. No problem. So yeah. no, thanks for coming on, and then I uh, wish uh, the club and you a uh, good rest of the season. So hopefully we can climb up the table again. Yeah, together, eh? yeah. Bradford City in partnership. Yeah. Thank you very okay. much. Take yeah. care. Okay. And thanks bye. a lot. All right. Cheers. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.